This is Rabbi Chaim Schaffner from Beis Abraham Congregation in St. Louis, Missouri, with a Dvar Torah about Sukkot and what we should concentrate on when we're sitting in the Sukkah. The Talmud tells us that there's an argument about why we have a Sukkah. Is it in memory of the Anane HaKavod, the clouds of glory that protected the Jewish people when they were traveling in the desert? Or is it in memory of Sukkot Mamash, actual Sukkot, that the Jewish people dwelled in, in the desert. Why does it matter? Why is it significant? What the purpose is? What it's in memory of? If we look close at the Talmud, the Talmud is discussing how we know how to build the roof of the sukkah, the schach. In fact, the schach, the Talmud says, is the main part of the sukkah, sukkah of shem ha-schach. And how do we know how to build it? Minahan imili, how do we know it? Reish Lakish tells us that we learn it from a verse we would have not expected, a verse in the second chapter of Genesis, of Bereshit, with regard to the creation of the human being. The Torah tells us that there was no human being to work the ground, and a mist came up from the ground, a cloud of water, and it watered the whole face of the earth. And then God formed the human being, dirt from the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The Talmud says, in the name of Reish this mist that went up from the ground, just as it was something that cannot receive impurity because it's water and it comes from the ground, it's in its natural state, uh, and it is something which emerges from the earth, so too a sukkah, the schach, the main part of the sukkah, the sukkah's roof, has to be something just like that original water that watered the ground. It has to come from the ground and it has to be something that cannot receive impurity, namely things that we use for schach, things that grow from the ground that have, been, have not been made into anything. If we look close at the role of this verse that the Talmud uses as a proof for how we make schach, Rashi tells us that this aid, this, this mist that emerged from the earth, came right before the human being was created and was actually used by God to make the human being. Rashi tells us the uh, the the water came up from the ground and it soaked the earth and then the human being was created by God. Just like a baker has to mix flour and water, Rashi says, in order to make bread, so too God had to mix water with the dirt in order to make the human being. And so if we think about it, as we're sitting in the sukkah and we think to ourselves, this sukkah is to protect us. It's a memory of the clouds of glory with which God protected the Jews in the desert, but it's really much more than that. It is a hearkening back to the moments of our creation as human beings. It is in memory of the cloud that emerged on the earth to water the ground with which God could then form the human. We live in a post-sin world. We live in a world that is very distant from God in which the divine is hidden. But on Yom Kippur, four days before Sukkot, we become like angels. We can part the curtain and we can really see the divine in the world. And so Sukkot is the challenge. When we sit in the sukkah, we have to bring some of that angelic life that we've experienced on Yom Kippur, some of that pre-sin world, hearkening back to the moments of our creation when God was present in the world, when God blew into our nostrils the breath of life. It is those moments that the sukkah reminds us of. That is the ananeha kavod, the clouds of glory, that protect us, not just a protection from the arrows of the Egyptians, but rather uh, the presence of God 
as it was way at the beginning of our creation, at the moment of breathing into our nostrils the breath of life. It is that intimacy with the divine that we remember in the Sukkah, a return back to the Garden of Eden.